audio recording for the ICA podcast, so we are not going to use the names of the people in the film in the Q&A either. So let's just say the policeman. We will all know. The protagonist. Yeah. <coughs> Sia, um, when you started out with this film, you wanted to interview policemen. Did you think he stood a good chance to succeed, or did you think this is probably a mission impossible? It, it was a mission impossible, and I think it's uh, it, it returned to become one again. Uh, and it's always been uh, that the, the, the door has never been open, like it's not allowed even to talk to them, let alone <coughs> just to, uh, to, to ask them questions, let alone just to point at the camera and ask the questions. So it was always uh, something that nobody thought it's possible. Um, how did it come that I, I, I actually wanted why I felt at ease at the beginning because for me I felt like I'm doing just such a research. You thought it would be the research for a fiction yes. film. Yeah, my background in fiction more like so I, I, I was just trying to do a fiction but of course all of that wasn't part of the research that came after but I mean the first people I've met uh, it was just for, for research reason and uh, for me I felt at ease because I'm, I'm not doing anything against the law. And at what point did you think this should be a documentary, not fiction? Right, very soon after. I think it, it became after like I, I met uh, I met few of them, and I understood like that would be very powerful if it's just as a documentary, like because nothing in the fiction could take the raw uh, nature, the, their words and, and, and uh, their accent. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to to mimic that. And you just said. It became a Mission Impossible again. Why? Because of what you've seen in the film, like this idea of 360, like you, you started from one point, you changed 180 to the other opposite, but you came to the square zero again. So that's why I'm saying it's everything came back to normal, almost everything yeah. back, came back to normal as it was before, and hence the, 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 that's becoming uh, uh, impossible even to talk to them. You started out trying to find plain-clothed policemen to interview. There's this one scene where the protagonist is recognized as a policeman, even though he's plain-clothed. How do you recognize a plain-clothed policeman? Um, <laughs> this is something that's uh, in a very local detail that's very understood. That uh, everybody knows. Everybody, knows, like yeah. I, I would, as a citizen, not even as a filmmaker, I would have known them. But, but explain it to us, will you? Yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. You lived, you're half British, half Dutch. You lived in the Middle East for 10 years, you know. And it should be. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's not the concept of plain clothes policemen that we have in, in Europe, uh, detectives. These are what they call the Mukhabarat. They're the, the secret police yeah. that we rely on in Arab countries whose function is to terrorize the population of French and Muslim foreigners. Yeah, so it's like the most uh, dangerous police. Yeah, yeah, very. But how do you recognize them? They kind of have a look, I think. <laughs> they do have a look. Mean look, look, look in their yeah. face. Yeah, well, yeah they look, they're sort of somewhere where they, mm -hmm. they're yeah. somewhere where they wouldn't, uh, obviously they wouldn't have interfere unless they were in the wrong room. Yeah, I, I think uh, they have a certain look that actually um, uh, somehow coming from the, from the countryside. <coughs> Looking at it, um, trying to uh, uncover. I, 
I don't know. I, I mean, again, I'm sorry that it's very local detail. It's difficult to explain, but yes. an Egyptian or someone who lived it's in the Middle East for, for a while, you know, you just you yeah. know. But just to, to correct something, it's not exactly like, as you say, intelligence or something like this. It's more, yeah, it's more a secret police that's just like, it's supposed to be undercover, but I mean, like, it's known. It's <laughs> like, uh, uh, but, but I mean, it, it, they are kind of dangerous, but it's, it's not that, uh, um, like the intelligence kind of, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit different, little bit different. But, but I mean, I think we, that they have the same idea that uh, yeah. the, they... And you should say how many there are, because you know, in Syria yeah. and in Iran and Egypt, it's an enormous number. Do you know? Do you know? Yeah, I, um, uh, there are no statistics whatsoever that's accurate, but it's, uh, it's uh, more than two million or so. You go out and ask them if you can interview them, if you can talk to them. To them. That must be a dangerous thing in itself, to even go and ask them. How did they react? The, the, the time that that happened, that, that happened after <coughs> there was like an atmosphere of hope all around, an atmosphere of we can change things, we can push for uh, some margin of freedom, and the margin got bigger and <coughs> became the, 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 the main arena that we breathe, the main air that we breathe. It's very, it's the freedom that we're tasting for the first time. So everybody just went in many directions for the things that was always forbidden. For my side, as you've seen in, in my background and how I was raised up, like that was my, my, my instant inclination just to do that. But uh, but that was very different. That was very exceptional moment of time. You would never have dared to do that before. N never, never. Yeah. I would have never dared because <coughs> I, uh, not because I was afraid, because yeah. I knew it's, it's impossible. impossible. And yeah. even back then, I, I don't think any other communist did that. But because people always thought it's, despite of all of the hopeful atmosphere, it's still, it's impossible. I thought just like, maybe things will change now. This is was the only uh, crack of, of, of this gate. The question that still, uh, when you ask it yourself, then why does your protagonist cooperate? Why does he want to be interviewed? I still find it difficult to understand. Do, do you? Is it um, I will leave half of the, the answer to, to Georgina because I want somebody more neutral than I am yeah. would answer, and I think she, she would do a better job. Um, from my side, I, I think uh, there, there's always this in documentary that once you meet uh, the characters, always this idea of I want to project myself image and I want to show you the, the person that, that I want to show you, not the real me. And, um, Throughout the process, it came to me that to find this idea about, especially the people who are guilty or confessing and all of that, the idea of, of, of being uh, like the, the remorse and bragging are actually very similar to each other in a very weird way. And uh, I think it, like if you're asking about the reason in, in something I could summarize for, for the time of Q&A, it's, uh, it's about redemption. It's about like, uh, small release of, of all of this, uh, of what's been seen, what's been done every day, every day. It's a huge thing, it's very heavy to be doing that for Because the shocking thing was the normality of it. We always exactly. used to 
arrest people. He always like it was a yeah, and, and, and especially if you wanna, if you if you know what's wrong and what's right, and you're not as the others justify it for yourself of saying actually whoever is above me who's repressing repressing me, so I have to repress. He's not doing that for himself. He's actually knows what's good and right and wanting to change. So that's why I look at it this way. I'll leave the other. Do you know for the objective answer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I never had the fortune to meet the. Um, but obviously I work closely with Siam and knowing the Middle East, nothing is simple, nothing is ever straightforward, there is no black and white and I think Siam did an amazing job to find someone who was willing to speak and then to get her foot in the door to I would say that it was mixed, there were part of him that genuinely believed in the revolution, part of him that
process and just kind of extract the things in the field. It can be your story, time. but you need help exactly. to get your story. Mm -hmm. And if I could just quickly add, also I think my role was to make it accessible. Because one, I, I've worked on projects in theatre as well as film in the Arab world, and one of the sadnesses is often that we don't aren't able to show work like this in the Arab world. But we're making it about the Arab world and in Arabic. So I tried to make quite complex subjects, because it's quite condensed, this point of history, accessible, knowing that our audience would probably not be an Arab audience. Are there any questions? Please keep it short. Yes. I was in Egypt uh, more than 30 years ago during my medical studies and I had contact from the university and I remember quite well how there was a dichotomy in Egypt between secular forces and religious forces and then you had the dictators. And the image which comes from the film, but correct me if I'm uh, wrong, is that it's a country now in a kind of catch-22. either you have military or you have uh, religious forces who are going to um, rule and um, what is your idea that this, the secular uh, myth between the two extremes did not come uh, become let's say a build after the revolution okay I'll, I'll, I have to repeat it but I'm going to do it a bit shorter how come the secular myth did not what was the word you used? Evolve or like yeah, between the two extremes. Between the two extremes. Well, why did it fail actually the liberal? Um, I'm gonna answer your question. I just have a question. How many people speak Arabic here? One. One. Okay. All right. So <laughs> why do you want to? I'm always interested. Just. To okay. <laughs> so maybe. But I'm gonna answer your question. So um, the the idea, actually, the mo like to answer your question in a, in a shorter format, uh, the, the most of Egypt are actually secular, but m most of these voices uh, the, the has nobody to represent them, and uh, it's always what you see is very binary uh, system and situation <laughs> that you find that the, the the voices that are speaking are are fanatic in some way. government or the military establishment or the, 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 the fundamentalist. But I mean, there is always um, this idea of feeling that the power somehow it will, it will represent you and it will um, <coughs> give you, talk on, talk on your behalf. Uh, of course, there is one moment that uh, people felt that all of this seculars that they 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 believed in, in certain figures, but until now, for the last forty years, nothing from this secular just resulted in any leadership. So that's why you're seeing a lot of concepts and ethereal concepts, but you don't see a representative. And that's that was, in my opinion, one of the biggest reasons the, the failure of the revolution. Because you say we want this change, but you didn't. You had dependency and, and, and uh, apathy for more than 30 years, and nobody had uh, um, active life in the political arena for too long. So you didn't prepare for this moment just to have 
a leader to have like uh, potentials there. So, so that's the problem. Like always, the voices that are speaking, it's it's uh, it's it's fanatic, and you're putting in a binary situation, and you're getting to the the, the theory of lesser evil as it happens everywhere. Yeah, but apparently the Muslim yeah. voices so, are, are managing yeah, to make that voice. Sorry, because Why? I want to have more people sure, be sure. able to thank you. Other question? Yes. Uh, do you send a contract with the Hurricane or making a contract after your last uh, show? Let me just repeat. Do you, have, do you still have contact with the main character or not? <coughs> yeah, the, the contact's always constant, constant with him and um, he's uh, like he's part of, of the process and Finishing of it, but of course I, I I respect where he is now and I respect where he um, chose to be because, like for me, I'm I'm also seeing um, this idea of choices is is uh, is very is very uh, metaphoric to, to the whole situation of all the Egyptians have been put either to be repressive or repressed, and that's always a problem. There's just a, the problem more than your choice, the problem in the situation that put you in this position of feeling like, okay, if I'm be gonna be a citizen, any citizen is, is very inferior to anybody who's like in the lower chain of, of the military or police establishment. And that's a problem because like you feel very vulnerable and it's better for you to say, actually it's better to, to join this uh, um, very VIP club Otherwise, I would be vulnerable for the rest of my life, and like uh, that's why I, I just look at him and I, I, I cannot judge his his decision. But we are in contact. And, and what does he think of the film? He saw uh, something much less than the final version for logistical reasons. I couldn't uh, show the final version, but it's very close. And uh, here's the thing: he was happy with it in general, but. You can never ask a character-driven, they can never ask the main character to see the, his representation in a character-driven documentary, and he thinks that, he will never think that it's representing. He would never it think would it. It would not be a good documentary, maybe. It will not be himself, because like uh, it's always this uh, look at him, and, and uh, it will never be that what he thought, because all of us think of ourselves in certain point, and, surprised of feeling that after all this work somebody's only looking at this side of me and uh, but, but I mean overall because like he loved the father part he loved the, 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 the domestic part of it are you worried for him him being in the film I mean you're not using his name now but if he's in the film it's I'm worried for all Egyptians actually <laughs> I'm worried for all uh, people who've been put in like this idea of citizenry, it's just it's it's supposed to be uh, something that it's uh, it it has certain power and it has certain uh, um, position, and I don't see that in, in many countries. I'm not, of course, speaking also about only about Egyptians, but um, so far where he is 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 not. Not concerning as if he's out of this. Like
Maybe if he quit. The difference, of course, with all the Egyptians who put him in this situation. So I mean, you're responsible. We, we, of course, we, yeah. we, the, of course, there is always the, the, the responsibility and the ethical uh, responsibility that we are trying to to, um, to maintain. But at the same time, there there are choices doing the film, choices in participating in the film, choices in, in choosing the film to be out or not, choices to be um, losing certain things for. If I could just add from my experience of this film and other experiences, it's, it's there's a tendency to turn people into symbols because there aren't enough voices coming out of the Indonesia. So your question about the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, people are, are looking to works like this, which are subjective works and often artistic works, for answers. And actually, are they? I wouldn't think to pose the question to be challenged and not necessarily give answers. But but unfortunately, because there aren't enough able to press out from the outside as people are, there's a very there's a lot of weight put on on a man like this to, to explain. And that's why I didn't want him just to as you're saying that he represent the whole thing, even if he represented actually uh, he shouldn't take the blame for, for the whole uh, institution that he represents. Actually he should take a credit for being for speaking out in, in, in versus all of the, the and silence that's happening and, and the, the ongoing crime that is, is happening. I, I also want to say that um, him being, being in this uh, situation is like I always speaking with the editor about something like <coughs> what keeps him going, what keeps him going and uh, this is where the, the, the part about him and the children started to grow and grow in the film. Um, I, I think the, the idea of having the film at this point, what kept him going? And I think it's more important. That's what kept me going. That's what kept me sane. Like, I, I'm not doing the film just to, to do, uh, like, if, to, to make things upside down. I'm doing the things because I cannot live otherwise. I cannot just, uh, there is something itching every day, and I just wanted to get it out. And I'm not asking more than this just to have this voice. But I'm not asking for, for um, I'm not trying to provoke is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to uh, put the things out and put everybody at risk. I'm, 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 I'm taking the risk and I'm lost a lot of things in doing this film. And I'm proud of the things that uh, I've done because like this is my liberty. This is my kind of small revolution inside myself. And I invited some people to be with me from Georgina to the main character. And I'm grateful for their participation, but I cannot be responsible for 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 their own um, the resolution with them with themselves or their own reconciliation with themselves. I'm, I'm, I could be responsible of of uh, making the whole process safe until the last day that I could be alive. I just said I lost a lot during this process. Yeah, I don't know if you can. I, I can, but I mean, uh, of course, there are things like I mean, um, it's a very complicated situation where I come from, and uh, it's not it's not always easy just to have this uh, um, like to to have the, this idea of, of uh, 
giving your voice out and not compromising this, and at the same time, uh, uh, the situation is just uh, so complicated that it, you, you have to you have to lose things in, in the process. You have to lose uh, <coughs> your place. You have to lose your uh, roots. Like there, there's always something to lose. So do one more question. Make it short. soften him or or that uh, you are actually taking him on this uh, dangerous ride and do you see how dangerous it is I it, it would be similar answer in, in a different direction that I don't see it this way because I it's the same thing when they're saying that why didn't you take uh, five people with you just to do the, the, the whole thing and why didn't you do it themselves they, they do it yourself like I mean in the interview on the whole film because otherwise, if I took even one sound person, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't get anything of this film. It's the same thing. Like if I would be this person who would confront him, the film wouldn't exist, and, and it wouldn't be, uh, and it would be interrupted in the beginning. The, the idea that I am in this situation and, and this mentality that would make the film the way it is. And I think if I, if it was different it would have been interrupted for sure, or he would have felt that judgment always blocks anybody to talk. And, and my background is psychology, and this is one of the very basic things that they teach you just how, um, and I'm not doing it just because I had to do it as a method, more than I, I felt um, I, I felt authentic in this way that I don't judge. Anyone else? We need, we have like one more minute, unless you have I, I need, uh, like, also for Georgina. No, as no, 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 no. <laughs> it's your film, sorry. I suppose uh, I'd like to say, I hope you came across this idea that he's also a victim. Um, this is not a portrait of a corrupt person in New York. This is, this is a deeply, deeply disturbed and troubled society, and he is courageous to, to speak out. However, many terrible things he's done, we didn't feel it was right to just condemn him. said you wish you had another narrative about your country. How does he make the job? He makes it look hard. I mean, is he still in power? His position is fragile? Um, I, I, I think I'm optimistic just because it's uh, like the moment that has been left, it's not going to be forgotten. And uh, um, I'm, I'm going to take it from the film I'm working on now that's in the forum here about a young girl that's growing up almost the opposite direction of this film. Fiction, like fiction, fiction. Documentary, another documentary in the festival here. And 
she's a woman, he's a guy, he's a man, she's 15 years younger than me, he's 15 years older than me. So two different generations. Uh, she's a protester in the policeman, so, uh, and, and taking from, from her what I've seen in this generation that's even younger <coughs> than I am, who lived the, 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 the whole experience even in a way much fresher than I, than I perceived it. I'm, I'm very optimistic because like the whole thing about the cycle of, of uh, uh, the change is, is uh, you have to be much more patient just to see it and you have to be much more uh, thoughtful just to foresee how, how the things take, take surface. We have something in Arabic that's uh, the word change. It's the same thing as countries. And it's, uh, it's literally like that, and it's not. It's made because there is a philology or, or the philosophy of the language, and that teaches us that it's, uh, the whole thing of, of uh, the cycle of how we go up and down is just. Uh, it's the same thing with the circle of history. You just have to um, observe and, and be patient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Siam Georgina, for the film and for the. Interview.